from Phoenix to Fredonia, Tucson to Tuba City, the Arizona Department of Transportation is connecting Arizona. Everyone, everywhere, every day. Now you're connected to On the Road with ADOT. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Doug from the Arizona Department of Transportation. We are on the road, and we're talking podcasts here. We're talking banned in Russia. Can you believe that? Somebody didn't like us. Um, we have at ADOT a publication that uh, you've probably heard of, and if you haven't, you're about to. It's called Arizona Highways. It is highly regarded throughout the entire world. We've got the publisher, Kelly Merrow, here to talk about it. But, Kelly... We just found out, or I just found out, that uh, not everybody loves this magazine, or I should say loved it. What what were you saying about old Joe Stalin? Remember him? He didn't like us much, that's huh? Right, that's right, Doug. And hello. Uh, thanks for having me here. Yeah, at, at one time during World War II, they considered our publication propaganda in Russia, so they uh, forbid the publication going to its subscribers there. Um, so, yeah, yeah, very interesting. They, they didn't want any uh, of their uh, soldiers d- defecting to the allies in Europe and, and saying, I want to go to Gran Canyon. <laughs> And live there now. Right. They say that there's just no way anything in the world could look as beautiful as that. So that's just really impossible. Yep. And and I wonder if we ever disabused them of that notion. I wonder if anybody ever said to uh, Khrushchev or somebody later on, come on over. I guess I don't remember hear, ever hearing that. We'll have to see how many Russian uh, visitors we've had uh, since then. Well, that and that brings, yeah, we do have subscriptions in Russia probably, we don't do. we? We do. Quite a few or just a handful? Do you think? Uh, I would probably say a few hundred. Yeah, well, that's that's not bad for a yeah. formerly closed and well, we will go this. We'll just drop that right there, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, the less we talk politics, the better, yeah, I think. Probably um, magazines in general. Um, you have a daunting task as the publisher of a world-renowned magazine, and you have some other uh, materials that, of course, get sold as well. The calendars are fantastic, um, but it's a daunting environment for print, isn't it, it these is. days? Because I know that. Like when I go to the airport, I'm old school. I like to have something on an airplane. If I got four hours ahead of me, I'd like to have something in my hand that I can read. But I notice even at the airports, it's getting slim pickings there. So how do you address that? Because that's your bread and butter. Yeah, it's it has been a very hard year for for a lot of publishing houses. Uh, unfortunately, uh, not only from supply chain issues, but just some closing because they just couldn't afford to do it anymore. Uh, it, and it is it is hard and. and troubling. The good thing for us and what makes us so unique is we are a very niche publication. Um, we're not in the sense of news and you know current events and all this. Right. Stuff. We're more of a, a relaxation, a release. Hey, I want to get away from all that noise. I don't want to be bothered with any of the stuff. And our publication's about that, just kind of that take that deep breath and relax and enjoy yourself. Right. You're not going to see world-class photography on social media. I mean, even f- Instagram, Facebook, they, they cannot possibly... <laughs> do justice to what you guys are doing no i mean it's out there for sure but yeah no it's it's very different we work with some incredibly uh, gifted and talented individuals and i'm uh, very fortunate to do so so tell us about some of those individuals i mean how how many folks do you have over there and uh, not everybody that gets into the magazine actually works for the magazine of course no no there's uh, we only actually believe this or not we have a total of 16 people at the magazine uh one uh director of photography and the rest is the contributors from the photography site that come in um and then of course more loaded on the editorial side but we have a lot of outside influence do you, do you have a kind of a, a stable of artists so to speak that you kind of are your go-to's 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But we're always trying to influence and bring in new, new blood uh, because we do have a long history and we have a lot of great people that we've worked with and continue to work with. But it also means you got to bring in new people and help help get them started and help launch their careers. So tell us a little bit about some of those names that we might remember. If, if you're into photography or even if you're just barely familiar with it, they, there are some pretty important artists, not just photographers, yeah. that have graced and probably continue to grace the pages oh man uh you know you go back from ansel adams uh you know jack taikinga who's a pulitzer prize winning photographer not that he got it for our stuff but for some of his other fantastic work yeah um craig childs if you ever re- uh, read any of his work is phenomenal writer uh can really take you into a story um but we i mean the list goes on someone real current coming up like a great photographer joel hazelton uh, continues to do some remarkable stuff. He's a young kid, uh, up and coming, and we're, we're showcasing some of his stuff. But there's just so many. Suzanne Mathia, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Yeah, you don't want to do injustice to anybody, of yeah, course. But yeah. just back to Ansel Adams for a second. Sure. Such an iconic artist, known mostly for black and white photography. He may have dabbled in color for all I know, but yeah. I mean, okay. But no, mostly, I think, of like Half Dome at Yosemite is, is one of his iconic shots. Of course, yeah. not Arizona. Can you, off the top of your head, now, this is unfair, I didn't prep you for this, but no. did. <laughs> Anything that, that that he did for Arizona Highways that, that strikes you? Or that, oh, yeah, he he actually did a lot for Arizona Highways. Okay. Uh, he was dear friends with Ray Carlson, who was the uh, editor at the time, and he was kind of our visionary architect of the magazine, who transformed it into the publication for pictures and everything. But he was good friends with Ansel Adams, so Ansel's actually shot a lot of photography for the magazine and actually shot a lot of color. Um, really, and there was a point, you know, that uh, a story that Ansel came into the office one day and said, "Hey, I'm hard up for money, and you know." <laughs> Can you, can you buy some photographs from me, Ray? And Ray's like, well, gosh, my budget's really small. He goes, what do you got? And he's like, well, I've got these 350 images. How much can you give me? And he's like, 200 bucks. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, okay, done. You know, and we found some of those lost images. And you have the, have the rights of those forever. Uh, no. Uh, no, okay. Transfer. What happens with us, we get first worldwide publishing rights, and then the rights transfer back to the contributor. Okay. Uh, in this case, the Ansel Foundation set up down at the Creator Center for the Arts at the University of Arizona, or the Arizona, excuse me, don't want to upset those folks. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the, a lot of that stuff goes down there, but we even found some lost images that were in our vault, and we publicated, published first, and then sent it down to them. But he really, I will say, launched his career within our publication. Uh, but to speak of another friend, because there's so many people that were influential around Ray Carlson. Sure. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright was another dear friend of right. his. Um, and, I mean, world-renowned architect. You, his work's still in many parts of the Valley yeah. and elsewhere. Such a dear friend, Frank Lloyd Wright, built Ray a house uh, for him. You're kidding. Uh, and it's a set off in North Central Phoenix, like 15th Avenue and Bethany Home, set back in the neighborhood there. And there's a little plaque on it that says, to my dear friend Ray, Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, my goodness. And yeah, so a lot of people don't know about that, that house that was built. There's a church so, up there that I think he designed, that's, that's very close right to that. Yeah, yeah. 7th Avenue and uh, just south of Glendale. Yep. My goodness. Yeah, so there's a lot of relationship. Then Ted Grazi was another great friend of Ray uh, Carlson. So those, uh, uh, those the, guys would disappear, I mean, weeks on end. There's a story one weekend, Ted came up to the uh, office, picked up Ray. They left for three weeks, <laughs> came back, <laughs> and went down what? to some dealership, and he pulled up in this old beat-up truck, and the young kid came out. And uh, we actually talked to the young kid. Now, he, now he's much older. He remembered the story. Uh, and Ted DeGrazzi pulled up and he's like, I'll take that Cadillac, I'll take that truck, and I'll take that car and that station yeah. wagon. And young man, you're going to help me drive him home. And oh my pulled goodness. out a bag full of cash and said, here you go. DeGrazzi was an interesting <laughs> guy. I remember um, every once in a while he'd make the news because he would uh, burn some of his artwork that he wasn't satisfied yeah. with. He had, um, I, I think the location's still there. Of course, he's passed away many years ago. But he had a... 
a, a compound, if you will, um, in Tucson in the, at the base of the Catalina Mountains there, kind of looking over the metro Tucson area uh, at the end of Swan Road, if you're familiar with Tucson. And, uh, yeah, he would, he would, uh, they would, he would invite the media out and say, I'm going to burn this, or somehow I've seen video or film of it. And, and you look at it and you go, wow, I think that's pretty good. You wonder yeah. what, what he didn't like about it because <laughs> it looked pretty good. Exactly. No, he was, he was quite the character. Actually, the relationship that he did for Ray, he actually sold – uh, when Ray Carlson was on his kind of found out he had cancer, uh, didn't have enough money to kind of support his health and everything. Ted DeGrazia sold a painting and gave that money. It was a million dollars to his. Oh my goodness. Started that for him. So just such deep relationships that were started with some really instrumental people. And then these are artists that you're still running from time to time, oh, even sure. though they're long gone. Yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. DeGrazia had a very unique style. He did. He absolutely did. Used a lot of pastel colors. I think yeah, a lot of that's l- turquoise and that kind of thing. Yeah. Very interesting guy. Um, so yeah, I, I, I have a I have a camera and I've taken some nice shots. I can get in here, right? That's uh, you. You probably get that a lot, don't you? Everybody, especially with their iPhones today, <laughs> yeah, to do the digital editing and all that. Well, that um, that does the, the, the digital photography is different mm-hmm. from film. Uh, how does that? Uh, affect you guys yeah it, it's definitely changed now i'm not the expert by any by any means so i hope uh when our uh, editor of, uh, director of photography uh, jeff kidda here says he's like oh man you were so so yeah far we're off. gonna get him in um, here too we're gonna yeah. we're gonna make victims of your entire <laughs> staff we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this publication kelly right now i tell you but digital has come such a long way and the quality has gotten so much better than mm-hmm. what the traditional you know tripod the four by five cameras and some of those things that they used to shoot um and, and it has gotten a lot better and it continues too uh but it's advancing like everything else is mm-hmm. uh but, the, but we, we do have our challenges with it um but it's it's also been easier too because you're not dealing with film you're not dealing with all this old stuff that they do back in the day that was just so time consuming sure do you have to be wary of too much digital enhancement yes yeah yeah color corrections everybody thinks mm-hmm. they have a correct eye and that's why uh, jeff Kidd has a phenomenal eye and he can he can spot anything that's been manipulated in, in a second. Um, it's it's incredible. He knows all the tricks. What's his background? How long has he been with you guys? And, and did he shoot film back in the Gosh, day, so to speak? Jeff has been shooting photography. I mean, he was with Arizona Republic uh, doing sports stuff. Um, he's been with us for, it's been off and on, but I'm going to say a good 20, 30 years uh, at least. He's been around almost, I'm going to say as early as the Don, but he's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing a lot of your staff have been around for, for quite some time. Yeah, we're very fortunate to have a good group of staff that's been here around. And you've, you've been there at least six months, right? Yeah. <laughs> Coming out 18 years. 18 years replacing the legendary Win Holden. Oh, yes, yes. The who, great Win Holden. The great Win Holden who, who calls you up every once in a while and says, Why don't you do it this way? <laughs> no, he's, no, he's, he's, he's doesn't always do that. supportive. No, he's always supportive. Win, win is a terrific guy. Um, is, stories like this, um, do you ever get worried about running out? I, you know, no, I don't. Uh, just because, you know, everything's changing so much. You know, our landscape is, you know, consistent in that sense. But again, the weathers and climate changes, all sorts of things. And then communities change and people are changing. So I, I think there is a lot to uh, continue to offer. And the state truly is so diverse. And the history, really, if you go back, there is a lot to be shared with our history. Still digging up stuff that uh, maybe nobody ever heard of, and yeah. that's always new stories, right? Absolutely, literally being dig up, dug up in some places. That's absolutely true. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your business, though, because that's that's really in your wheelhouse as the publisher. I know that if anybody drives down an Arizona highway, to pardon the pun, um, you will oftentimes see these blue signs that have um, commercial 
um, businesses on them, like a you know a, a hamburger joint, uh, gasoline, all those things, hotels. Why do we have those? So those are directional signs uh, actually put out by the uh, federal government and actually fall under a thing called, not to get too technical here, the Manual of Uniform Traffic Control Devices, MUTCD for short uh, acronym. Okay. But Try to avoid acronyms here, but okay, yes, <laughs> we're following the law. <laughs> but in essence, it's to, to help the motorists going down the traveling road if, you know, they need to get some, you know, one of six categories, food, gas, lodging, and attraction, 24-hour pharmacy, and uh, camping. Uh, are the six categories that must fall within. So if I'm thinking of a, a highway interchange and it's got a, a national hamburger chain on one corner, a national gas chain on another corner, and a hotel on yet another corner, those don't automatically get put on those signs, no, though, do they? No, they have to uh, first qualify with one of those six categories that I mentioned earlier, and then the businesses have to be vetted uh, in the sense of, you know, hours of operation, mm-hmm. cleanliness, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then once that's vetted, uh, then we manufacture a sign, and then the sign goes up. And what? And do we get some benefit out of that? We do. We see uh, revenue to the state. Uh, right now, we're going to probably put in about three point eight million dollars into the state highway fund this year. Uh, so, so nearly four million dollars from these from sales generated from these signs. Sales being, I guess, the operative word, or, or maybe that's not the appropriate word. But nope, you know, that's okay. Yep. So, four million dollars goes into uh, money that goes into maintaining and taking care of highways. That's exactly it. So that's kind of a nice deal. That's not taxpayer money. That's that's, right. uh, that's hamburger money coming in. That's and, right. And and sleeping overnight at a hotel money. That's, and so you're really aggressive in, in trying to find more opportunities for that. Absolutely. Because Arizona, Arizona Highways manages this program. That's why we're bringing it up with you. Yes, we do. We have another team that uh, oversees that that kind of that, that group. Um, but no, it, you're absolutely right on a couple of points. It, uh, it's a program that costs the taxpayers zero, uh, mm-hmm. no money, and it benefits the taxpayers because it's all the general money being generated. It goes into the state highway fund to repeal our, our highways and roadways, and we always know how much money we need for that. Oh, yeah. There's so, never enough. Yeah. So the more we can find, the more, more we can try to contribute to. Is this unique? Well, it's a national thing. So uh, I know, for example, like some states, they have these rest stops that actually have uh, businesses there, and they're state sponsored. We don't have that here. That's, we, we, that's not allowed. Right. So, but th- this is a fairly common thing throughout other states? Yes, it is. Yeah. And some states manage it themselves, and some uh, send it to a third party. Um, for us, we get to retain 100% of the revenue, and that was key for mm-hmm. our organization, um, just because of the money that's coming in. So since of 2014, we've dropped in over $20 million into the state highway fund. $20 million in the last eight years or so. Yep. That's and a pretty good chunk of change. Continuing to climb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very significant. Is is it continuing to climb because we have more roads and more need for this, or is there just more interest in the program? Uh, the program in itself, uh, one unique thing is it has a very high retention rate. Our retention rate with our customers is over 90%. Uh, these signs are so impactful to these businesses, and they know it. It's a very probably one of the lowest cost of forms of marketing, but it has the highest direct impact. If you think about it, you're driving down the road, or you're listening to a podcast, or you know television, right. or something like that, it's very different. But when you're driving down on the road, it's an immediate impact because you're like, gosh, am I hungry? Or, oh, I'm almost out of gas or geez, right. I'm tired versus reading it, hearing it, you know, that kind of thing. It's not, a, you're not going to have that direct impact. Yes. Yeah, so I remember driving through the Texas Panhandle once when the, the needle's getting close to E and I'm thinking, okay, I would love to see a sign like this before too long. And it, it worked out okay. I'm not stranded, but yeah. And I guess, you know, if you have kids or grandkids in the car right. and all of a sudden it's like, hey, I have a real Jones for a national known double-decker hamburger (laughs) and not any other kind of hamburger because my five-year-old grandchild will have a fit otherwise you're looking for that sign yeah absolutely okay 
That's, or even the kids are getting crazy and there's an attraction coming up, so let's pull over and get out of the car and stretch our legs for a little bit. You're saying that kids in a in a minivan <laughs> uh, driving cross country might get a little bit uh, stir crazy. Can Not we? all. Some some do. Not I can't. All. I can't imagine such a thing. All kids are good. Yeah, they're they're angels, aren't they? Um, all right. What's what's big and coming up for Arizona highways that we should know about? You know, right now it's uh, truly we're, we're kind of forward thinking uh, strategy wise about how we're going to encompass. We're looking on a membership program, uh, but how do we truly really take what? all of our content and uh, experiences and, and just the communities that we serve and kind of bring it all in together and kind of create a membership. Um, so we're doing a lot of research on that right now. We just kicked that off. Uh, that's going to kind of help us give us direction first it's just a general subscription that will always be there mm-hmm. uh, but we've had to diversify uh the, the publication um and, and kind of bring in all of our other offerings you know we're big on podcasts we're big on video now um so and how do i find all this wonderful stuff uh, arizonahighways.com arizonahighways.com you you got that early on in the days of the interwebs didn't you you <laughs> didn't right. let anybody grab that sucker <laughs> no. no not messing around <laughs> that's good that's good and and the hundredth year is coming up not Right no. down the corner, but around the corner, but uh, not too far yeah, down the road. Just a few years away. A century of Arizona highways. That's right. What are we doing for that, or can you tell me uh, without having all, to kill me? Yeah, that, no, that's all uh, in, in, in beginning of planned stages. We're in the very infant side of it, uh, but we really try to hope to get around to the entire state and celebrate the communities that we've always showcased. Maybe kind of do like a traveling celebration. Um, so, but it's in the works. So we got a lot, a lot of stuff to going on. So, uh, if somebody wants uh, to think of a birthday gift or maybe a holiday gift when the time comes, uh, this is a great idea, right? Oh, absolutely. A calendar, a subscription. Absolutely. What else we got? We have books. I mean, we have, you, you name it, we do a holiday catalog that features a lot of local artists. Um, that's always very popular. So, I mean, a little bit of everything. Excellent. Well, you do great work. We appreciate all that you do. Thank you. Uh, the Arizona Department of Transportation, a highway and motor vehicle agency, actually produces a world-renowned, award-winning. You've won a few awards, right? Yes, we have. More than your share. Yes, we have. And more on the way. Uh, We hope so. All right. Kelly Merrill, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Appreciate it. Thanks for spending some time on the road with ADOT. To learn more about ADOT, visit our website at azdot.gov, where you can also connect with our links to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Flickr, and YouTube. That's at azdot.gov. Goodbye for now, and thanks for being on the road with ADOT.